Welcome to Come Follow Me On The Go. My name is Kylie and this podcast is designed for families and children that are in the car and on the go. In each podcast episode, I will be sharing brief stories from the Come Follow Me lesson plans. I will also provide questions that families can pause the podcast and discuss and chat and grow closer together as a family unit and closer to Christ while they are in the car and on the go. Hello again, everybody. This week's Come Follow Me on the Go stories will come from July 3rd through the 9th Come Follow Me lessons. Our first story is going to take place in Acts chapter 1, verses 4 through 11. In this story, the resurrected Christ is with his apostles, and he tells them that they need to stay in Jerusalem and wait for the promise of the Holy Ghost. Heavenly Father had promised to give this gift to the apostles so that they could complete the tasks that were before them. So in the scripture, it teaches us that after Christ had finished speaking with them, and while the disciples were still staring at him, that he began to be lifted up into the sky. And a cloud floated over to meet him, and he disappeared. They could no longer see him. And the disciples continued to gaze into the sky, I'm sure in amazement and wonder. Now, it's at this moment that two beings dressed in all white appear next to the apostles. And I think we can safely assume that these people are angelic visitors. And one of them speaks to them and says, You men from Galilee, why are you standing here looking up into the sky? Now, when I read that, I had to pause and my first reaction was like, what in the world? That is the silliest question I have ever heard. Who would not be looking into the sky after just witnessing someone defy gravity and float away to disappear into a cloud? I had to take a step back and kind of chew on that question for some time to figure out, at least for me, what the reason was and why why it was in the scriptures in the first place. So my question to you, actually, I have a couple questions depending on what you want to think about or the ages of your children. But here are the questions for you to chew on. Why do you look to Christ in your life? When do you look to Christ in your life? And how do you feel when you look at a picture of Christ? Okay, our next story is going to be from Acts chapter 2. In this story, the apostles are gathered together to celebrate Pentecost, which is a Jewish feast holiday. It is celebrating the early harvest of wheat. So I love the thought of picturing all the apostles gathered around a table with their favorite holiday foods celebrating the harvest that they just had. Um, It just makes me feel like we have something similar with them. You know, we have holidays and we gather with our family and we make all of our favorite foods and just enjoy the company of each other. So the apostles are gathered together for this holiday celebration when all of a sudden they hear a great sound from heaven that sounds like a giant windstorm. And then appears what is described as a cloven tongue like fire. Now, cloven means divided. So I 
get a visual in my head of flames being divided all around the room, just like when you're watching a fire. There's lots of little flickers all over the place. So it says that these flames touched each apostle. And when it touched the apostles, they were filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, if you remember, Christ had told them to stay together and that they would receive the Holy Ghost. So now here we are. They are receiving the Holy Ghost and they're all together in Jerusalem for Pentecost. Now, this noise was heard around town by other men of the Jewish faith. And it calls them devout men, which means they they practiced what they preached. They loved the gospel and the religion that they followed. And they were doing the best to follow the rules and guidelines of that religion. So these men heard it. And they came to see what was going on. What was all the commotion? All of these men were from different nations and different countries. And they found the apostles all speaking different languages. They all had received the gift of tongues and were talking in multiple language, all of which these men, these varying men, knew. So some of these men instantly thought this was a heavenly miracle, while others were starting to find worldly excuses and reasons why the apostles were all of a sudden speaking different languages. Now, Peter stood up aware of the doubters and what their thoughts were and what they were saying, and he took the opportunity to testify or to tell them that God had promised to give the apostles the Holy Ghost and that indeed he had. He also testified about a lot of other wonderful things. But because of Peter's testimony that he shared on that day, many of those faithful, devout Jewish men were actually baptized. So my question after this story is not so much a question as it is an opportunity for anybody in your family to share of an opportunity they had to testify of truths that they knew to individuals who were possibly doubting and if there were any good fruits that came of it and maybe there haven't been yet but there possibly will be still okay so moving on to acts three this story has the apostles peter and john going to the temple in jerusalem on the ninth hour of the day now, here's an interesting fact in case any other brains out there enjoy interesting facts. The ninth hour is actually the same hour that Christ was crucified. So Christ was on the cross at the ninth hour, and this story is taking place at the ninth hour of the day. So back into the story. Specifically, Peter and John were going into the gate at the temple known as Beautiful. And at this gate called Beautiful, they found a man who is lame, which simply means he could not walk. This man has been lame for 40 years. The scriptures actually tell us that he has been lame or his limbs were not developing right from the time he was in the womb. So before he was even born, his body was crippled. This lame man sees 
Peter and John and asked them for alms. Alms is a fancy word that just means he's seeking food or money assistance from people. Now in verse 4, it describes Peter as having fastened his eyes on the man. So this makes me picture Peter as staring like intently at the man. And he says, look at us. And the lame man expecting to have received food or money from Peter did look at him. However, Peter says to him, I do not have any silver or gold, but what I do have, I will give to you. And then Peter continues to heal the man. It says that Peter took him by the right hand and lifted him up and instantly this man's feet and ankle bones were able to support him while standing. So here are my questions to you for this story. What did Peter have that made him capable to be able to heal this man? My second question for you is what are we able to give to those around us when we do not have money to give? I found it very interesting that the scriptures pointed out that Peter said he didn't have silver or gold but he still had something to offer to this man. So what do we have to offer to those around us? Okay, we are going to pick our story back up in Acts 3, right where we left off. So this crippled man who was healed by Peter walks into the temple with Peter and John, and they're heading towards Solomon's porch, which is just a location on the temple grounds. And... As they are walking through the temple grounds to this location, all the people they are walking by are recognizing this crippled man who used to sit at the beautiful gate and ask for alms. And now, miraculously, he is healed and walking. So in verse 11, it states that these people began to run to Solomon's porch, wondering how on earth he was healed. And the Apostle Paul, or sorry, the Apostle Peter, seeing these people coming and wondering, how is this man healed? He starts to chasten them and get after them. He, he tells them, essentially, you guys were here. You saw Christ. You saw the miracles he did on this earth. You heard the teachings that he shared. And you chose to condemn him to death. So he gets after him. Like, you know how I did this. He tells him, it is through Christ's power that I was able to heal this man. And you witnessed it firsthand with Christ, and now you witnessed it again. He tells them, I know that you probably made the decisions with Christ unknowingly. You didn't understand fully what was going on. But he tells them, repent. Like, now's the time to repent. In verse 23, he continues and he gives them a warning. He says, there will come a time that every soul who did not listen to the prophet will be destroyed. Now, these people did not listen to Christ while he was on the earth. And Peter just told them to repent. And now they need to start listening to the prophet that is currently on the earth. That verse 23 made me reflect on how well am I listening and applying the teachings of our current prophet, Russell M. Nelson. So my question to you guys is very simple. Can anyone share with their family members 
something our current prophet has taught us recently in conference that you still remember or that you're working on applying in your life. Thank you again for joining me on Come Follow Me on the go. I hope that you guys were able to grow closer together as a family and to Christ while listening to these stories and discussing while you are in the car and on the go. Thanks again, and I'll see you guys next time.